Hello. Hey. Yes. I don't know why it wasn't going through, but I was <laughs> like, fuck it, I'm just going to call you instead. Okay. Assuming that doesn't mess something up. So. Oh, you know what? Let me double check and make sure the recorder's going. Yeah. Because... That's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. rolling. It's rolling. That, okay, that's why I always had you call in. Mm-hmm. Didn't know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rolling. It's good. Okay, cool. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. All right, right. Yeah. Got notes. Got my notes. One shall stand and one shall fall. No, oh, Jesus. Transform and roll out. Etc. That that all of those references are lost on me. By but the way. why? But it's it's Transformers. That's I all it is. Don't know anything about Transformers, and I don't particularly care about Transformers. <laughs> what has Transformers done to you? How have they wronged you? It doesn't wrong me. I'm indifferent about it. I don't. Oh. I just don't. You know. Yeah. It's not like it's something I hate. I just it's not something I ever care about. Same with like uh, what's it called? He Man. Okay, I mean, I can see He-Man. Masters of the Universe or whatever. Masters of the Universe is just a dude in a leotard <laughs> with a magic castle and a sword. I mean, that's that's understandable. Well, I didn't really care. I, like, I, I, I'm, str- I'm trying to think of, like, what robot stuff do I even care about? What about Neon Genesis Evangelion? What is that? What are you talking about? It's, it's a pseudo-anime type. Thing that's no, making a I, return to Netflix. That might be part of why you're not really in the robots because you don't really like anime that much, and that's no, a big part of anime, of course. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. So I like Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. I don't care. Okay, it's not my, it's not my thing. Voltron. I get why people like it. I, well, no, well, no. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I just don't care. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't imagine you like Power Rangers. That doesn't seem like that's your type of thing. I did like Power Rangers when Holy I was a kid. Holy shit! You liked Power yeah. Rangers. That's surprising. yeah. I was a kid. Okay. Everyone liked Power Rangers when I was a kid. Mm. Although to be fair, I think I only liked the um, the Ooze movie. Okay. Yeah. That was the one I remember watching okay. the most. That's so. more on brand because yeah, yeah. The the TV show was super cheesy. Mm-hmm. The the movie knew it was cheesy, so it kind of leaned into that with Ivan Ooze. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. already fighting an uphill battle because one of the things I loved about Power Rangers is once I figured out that it was basically um, an American framing sequence around a a Japanese show that had been on, on the air forever. Right. You know, yeah, that, that fascinated me, and I wanted to like just watch it to point out the uh, the differences. I feel like there are a lot of those things that other people really enjoyed, yeah. and I'm happy they enjoy it, but I've never been that into it. Like, I like Ninja Turtles, for example. Okay. I liked some of those movies and stuff, but I wasn't as into it as everyone else was. Shout out to Turtles. Or, yeah. yeah. No, I it, I don't know. Like, I, there, there's plenty of things like that that people are super passionate about, and I'm like, Okay, that's cool. I, I, yeah, it's not so. So the the thing, what was it? We started with Voltron or no Transformers? Yeah. It's not that I hate it. I just don't have the passion for it. So I don't want. Yeah. I don't watch it. I don't. I saw the first movie. Okay. The recent ones, obviously. Like, yeah. And then I saw like half of that second one that was really long, and I couldn't. Not even half. Like a half hour of it. 
Okay. I think you would enjoy Bumblebee. Just because of the... I do want to see Bumblebee, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I've seen it. And I think for even a non-fan, I think you'll dig it. Yeah, someone was telling me about it. That like it was it was good and enjoyable. I loved Bumblebee in that the new Transformer movie. So and I like the actress in that. So I think I'd probably like it. Okay. Yeah. Haley Steinfeld or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I liked her. So I think I'd probably like Bumblebee. Yeah, I, I, I mean it's it's an eighties movie. Like Bumblebee yeah. is absolutely an eighties movie, and Bumblebee is playing the role of the alien that's being hidden from the parents and he's their yeah. best friend you know that's because it's thing. a it's a prequel right yeah well yeah. it's it's a it's a prequel slash soft reboot so everything that's happened okay. in the uh in the uh films that came before it don't really matter even down to okay. the way that they redesigned the robots to more reflect their um their 80s versions the, huh, the ones that you see in the cartoons so that's kind of cool i didn't realize it was kind of a reboot too i yeah. thought it was just a straight up prequel in the best way because the the my problem with the bay films is because it, uh they're <laughs> <laughs> well besides you know just bay being michael take bay. your pick yeah oh I mean, yeah yeah i oh but I mean, just like the, the specifically speaking as a Transformers fan, the design of the robots and how they were just like piles of shrapnel that would somehow turn into something that looked like a jet sometimes. <laughs> like it just didn't work. Like they look like Doritos. Basically, they were just like triangle shaped things yeah. because they had to turn into like, you know, stealth bombers right. and all that stuff. So it was just kind of like off. And their faces all just looked really angry all the time. I'm like, that's not my Optimus, you know? You know what amazes me is what? that the Me Too movement hasn't taken Michael Bay down yet. Yeah, that whole thing with him and um, Megan, what was her name? Megan Fox. Megan Fox, yeah. You, yeah, do you know the story of her audition? Oh, yeah. And just yeah. the way that she was treated on set. And yeah. what's messed up is I remember reading articles and like Maxim and stuff like that. They would interview her and... You know, it was kind of like this thing where they had a falling spoke out. out. Yeah. yeah. And she spoke out about it, and they, they had a falling out. And so they recast her role in the movies yep. going forward, but they, they made up or something after that. So. I think that she didn't have a choice. Yeah. He was, he was too powerful. But that's what she I was kind getting of had at. had to kiss the ring. And that sucks, because it's just yeah. Michael Bay. I mean, of all people. He made, he made her wash his car. Yeah. And recorded it. Right. For her audition. Yeah. I mean. That in itself, why are you still working? So that's you're, that's all gross. Disgusting. That's all gross stuff, and that's verified gross, and he's gross. But I mean, I just want to fucking enjoy robots turning into in the, in the fucking oh, cars, yeah, yeah, man. Like yeah. that's it. And they even took that away from me. And then <laughs> I sound like an old man. Anyway, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, yeah. welcome to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt Peters. I'm Lex Lutz, and I coughed at an inopportune time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. So we, um, you know, I grew up loving Transformers and everything like that, just because it was the perfect age. It hit me at the right age. It hit me at the right time because I hadn't seen anything like it before. There was yeah, a I competing. Think it was my time. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. So when you were little, I think. All that was there was like Beast Wars. And Beast Wars was like a super deep cut version of Transformers because you had to know the basic lore of the 80s movies, or rather the uh, the 80s cartoon and the movie and all that stuff. 
And then you had to find Beast Wars in syndication. It was a CG Transformers show where they would like turn into animals instead of uh, cars and stuff like that. Like animorphs? Except not. I do. (laughs) I've seen. (laughs) <laughs> my one of my favorite memes from way back was the one where um Snoop Dogg was uh, morphing from a dog into Snoop. Basically. I rem I don't remember a single fucking thing about those books, but I <laughs> remember the covers. The covers. Okay, no, no, I, was no. I say- remember the covers. So what I'm saying is I don't remember the content. I know I read a few. Yeah. But I don't remember the content. I remember the covers. <laughs> I think that caught me at the tail end of my uh my scholastic book uh book fair. Tenure, Remember so. the Scholastic Book Fair? You know, you go to a bookstore now, and it's yeah. the Scholastic Book Fair, but it's not. Right. It's not the same. Because everybody's kind of jerky and keeps it themselves. With the Scholastic Book Fair, you could be excited about books, and people wouldn't look at you weird. Well, yeah. Usually. And then it was like, do you have the money to get, to get the <laughs> books? And like, yeah. So, okay. I remember having like the whole like little catalog, like the four page paper catalog, yeah. and you would just check off all the ones you wanted. Uh-huh. And then you take it home and your parents are like, oh, no, you can't get all those books. You're not going to read them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just thinking about the Scholastic Book Fair, really thinking about it just now mm-hmm. be, that we brought it up again for the first time as an adult. I'm like, that's a really fucked up premise. <laughs> they, they just brought their commerce into <laughs> our public school systems <laughs> and sold us the things that we should be able to get from the library. Right. But you know what? That it was cool. Up. I it, know it is, but man, that's up. messed up. It's kind of messed up. Yeah. But it's also fucking cool to get kids that excited about books, period. Like, I don't know. I you agree. Know? I just like, Oh my God. Like thinking <laughs> about it now, I'm like, Oh shit. Were they just like grifters? <laughs> this is, this is something. And it's kind of like, a little inside baseball. So if we're giving something away, you know, people wonder why is it free? But if we make people do something to get said item, it's like, Oh, it must actually be, you know, highly coveted if they're making us jump through all these hoops to get it. Yeah. So, well, you know, yeah. it's just, I, it's in the, anyway, I love those two. I yeah. remember the exact same thing, the catalog <laughs> going through it being, I'm going to get this and then not, not getting all of that. Right. Right. And I bought Captain Underpants. I remember that. Hell yeah, Captain Underpants. My brother was big into Captain Underpants, man. Yeah. Oh, we're my like this, God. I think we're the same age, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, you or are. Might be a little bit older. I don't know. I think he's like maybe a year or two older than you. Gotcha. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's the same wheelhouse. Captain Underpants based was big. On, based on like just references that he gets and movies that he likes and stuff from what I've talked to you and briefly to him about, it seems like we're about the same age. Yeah, yeah. So that diary, diary of a wimpy kid, all that stuff. That's yeah. I don't think that was our generation. Really? I think that was later. Hmm. Okay. I think you, that was like the early two thousand or late two thousands, right? You kids right? and your Pokemans and your. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm gonna look it up. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> your Nintendo website, friend. <laughs> Yes, LexandMattPod.com. You come to the website, you get to see all of our social medias, everything you could possibly want. We'll have news there. We'll have some stuff there about contests that you can enter, uh, links to our Patreon, you know, stuff like that. It's yep. great. Come check it out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Go check out our Patreon. Please Word. contribute to the show so we can keep it going. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. 
came out. <laughs> the abridged hardcover was first released April 1st, 2007. The balls. Um, the balls of them releasing a hardcover book for kids like that, too. Yeah. And yeah. I guess that it first appeared in Fun Brain in 2004, <laughs> whatever that is. Fun I don't know Brain. what that is. Okay. I'm guessing that was a magazine. Yeah. Oh, a browser game website. Okay. Sure. It started on the on the web, the interwebs, and then became a book in 2007. So 2007, that's when I was going into high school. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So, it's just past my my time. Uh, anyway. Understood. Understood. So yeah. Cool. That's that's that. So what's been going on with you, buddy? Oh, nothing much. Yeah. I'm I've got my my school's orientation this week. Registering wow. for classes. That's okay. fun. Exciting. Big no. things. Yeah. I mean, I have my schedule. Like, it's it's so crazy that they're like, you have to come. Because I'm starting at a new school. I'm, like, starting at a university, not a community college. So they're like, you have to come do orientation. And I looked at the orientation. And it's like, it's the campaign. The, a part of it is it ends with us or it stops with us or whatever. That, that whole campaign, which is the Joe Biden, like, don't rape people campaign, oh, basically. Okay. Uh-huh. Like that whole thing that he started at the tail end. And I'm like, well, this is going to be weird now. Yeah. But okay. Because he got called out for inappropriately touching. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's fucked up too because it, it feels like it's one of those situations where his his heart was in the right place. Yeah. I don't view him as like a rapist or any – like I don't, I don't view him that way. No, I no, think no, that no. you can learn from he, – he just needs to learn more boundaries, more that's, personal space. That's just it. He needs to learn to listen and accept the fact that everybody doesn't like the same level of affection that he does. 100% do not like the the things the the like pictures of him touching people or whatever I understand are completely normal don't fucking touch me like that no unless you have permission exactly like, no like it's always it's always um kind of weird because you know over the past several years over the past eight or, or ten years basically since we've known Joe Biden as intimately as we have the whole thing of the creepy uncle has kind of run the course of being all right that's a creepy uncle to oh you know it's punchline to these jokes on snl to yeah no creepy uncles are out can't can't do the creepy uncle thing it's just not yeah. cool yeah yeah I mean, it's never been cool but it's it's like you know certain things and we've discussed this briefly before about how like the casting couch has always been a punchline to a running gag you know and yeah, now did you, with- did you see the toy story thing about that no. What, so what at the happened? end of Toy Story two, uh-huh. there's a like bonus scene, and it's a casting couch joke, and Disney really? has pulled it from all of like the movie. Holy shit! Like streaming and everything like oh, that. Wow. It's not going to be on there, and I'm sure future home releases in any capacity, it won't yeah. be on there. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's gonna probably raise the value Which on the secondary need, market. People were complaining. I'm like, you don't need a fucking casting couch joke in no. a Toy Story movie. And it's in the credits. It's it not was even an outtake, movie. yeah. 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 Fucking so. ambassador. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think the whole Joe Biden thing, it was good that it was pointed out. I don't think it would have been half as big of a deal or even necessarily pointed out if he didn't want to be president. Yeah. But, you know. He wants to be president, so uh. we gotta we gotta hold these these individuals to higher standards. Well, and everyone needs to be held to standards. Yeah. That 
and that's evident that it's not happening. But no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> because if we start talking about how um, what's going on with you know who lately, that's going to be the whole episode. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I prefer not to. No, let's gonna, talk about the Emmys. We're going to talk about something exciting and positive for a lot of people. So yes, yeah. the, the Emmy Emmys. nominations. Emmy nominations came out today. So I completely forgot that this was happening. <laughs> I was very excited when it started popping up in my feed. This is your beat, man. This is your, you know, as as senior entertainment editor of Mighty Ink Comics. This is your beat. Yes, that's, that's still a thing. That's still your title. <laughs> Is that, is that still my title? That's still your title. So, yeah. So, yeah, I have thoughts. I have thoughts on all of it. All right, I'm ready because I, I glanced over the nominees and there are some. Okay, what are interesting, your thoughts? Like, okay, um, a lot of people are upset. I mean, just right off the bat, I'll point out. I know a lot of people okay. are upset or at least feigning upset because um, Game of Thrones got so many nominations but i want to point out like this show has been like top tier entertainment for years you know yes it's, it's been a mainstay uh you know for the emmys um and a lot it of also what, that yeah. they they submitted before the show was done yeah yeah not only so. that but i mean these are you can't blame your disappointment of the story on the actors and actresses they did their jobs they did a yep. great job. I mean, Amelia Clark, amazing I, job. I would argue you can't even disqualify Game of Thrones overall from best drama. Yeah. Um, because these two guys who created the show decided to make it really fast at the end and be done with it. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, just blame those two guys. Don't blame anyone else involved in this show. Like, that's that's my philosophy with it right now. They fucked it up. And a mistake, the mistakes that were there were on them. That's, That's true. it. That's to true. Me. That's you, why they like they had they were going to go to Comic Con, and then those two were like, "Nope, we're not going to Comic Con." <laughs> like, yeah, because you know yeah. you're going to get booed the fuck out of there. I mean, I really which, do hope that the fans of the show um, share that mindset as to not, you know, not blame the actors, not blame any of the the, the folks that helped to produce the show. Uh, no, I think that that's I think that that's the case, and it's evident, especially from like the you know the Reddit raising money for charities for Amelia Clark and Kit Harrington and you know or not for them for charities that they are a part of or passionate about. Yeah, I, I don't think that I and you know I remember after that initial documentary aired the week after. There were a lot of people going, it's a damn shame that this much love and effort was put in behind the scenes, but not on the scripts. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So it it seemed to be and that even the uh the Lindsay Ellis video that I talked about a few mm -hmm. weeks back, that was not about the acting. It was not about the you know, the people running the show behind the scenes. It was about the choices that these writers made. And how they also were kind of forced to because they didn't have the rest of the books. So it was, it's it's a whole thing. Um, yeah, they gave themselves not, a limited um, a limited amount of time to deal with all these yeah. huge 
sweeping story arcs and Which you was can't stupid. it should have been like three more seasons yeah that the content in that are you fucking kidding me like well, we've no. we've addressed this but my yes. my thing is like you can't tell me even based on the few episodes that we saw you can't look at Gwendolyn christie you can't look at Maisie williams uh sophie turner and tell me that they didn't put their all into what they were given i mean they were amazing this season no anyone who does that is a child who says that is a yeah. is an angry child, and I have no time for you. Yeah. Fuck off. I mean, we're we're allowed to disagree with who deserves to win these awards, of course, but to that's say a totally that they shouldn't be, discussion. yeah, to say they shouldn't be in the conversation, that's just short sighted and petty. Just because you didn't yeah. like the ending, you know. This um, is my my conflict right now is the actress in a comedy series okay. category. Yeah, <laughs> because it's specifically. Okay, so Julia Louis-Dreyfus is nominated again. And if she wins lead actress in a comedy series, she will break the record for most wins by an actress. Oh, wow. She is now tied with Cloris Leachman at eight eight statues. That's amazing to think that Cloris Leachman holds that that record. So She's got some stiff competition. Yes. And I feel like she's the top contender. But here's the problem. This category, let's read it off. Christina Applegate in Dead to Me. Rachel Brosnahan, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, okay, which we Mm. just said. Natasha Lyonne for Russian Doll. Yeah, I really don't think... Mm. Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek. Yeah. And here's the the Dark Horse friends. Phoebe Walberbridge. Okay. For Fleabag. Now that, oh my that's God. on my list of stuff to watch. I've heard a lot of good things about Fleabag. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. So, problem. Problem here. Christina Applegate, she's great um, on Dead to Me. I feel like that's still too new. I think that... Yeah, I would vote for her in this category. But, I, you know, I, what I'm saying is that it's a lot of great performances. Yeah. And I would say everyone else, even though I haven't seen Russian Doll, uh-huh. uh, because I, I, we talked about this, I can't stand repetitive. Yeah, even though Groundhog I know Day. Groundhog Day is a great movie, yeah, I've seen most of it. I love Bill Murray. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. It drives me nuts. I understand. And Russian Doll is not going to change your mind because Russian Doll plays absolutely into that, and it, it takes it to another another level. I love quick, it, but here tangent. let me. Yeah, There's one episode of Dawson's Creek, which is one of my absolute favorite episodes because it's a culmination of like an entire series worth of writing. But anyone, <laughs> anyone who knows Dawson's Creek will know that this episode, which is in season three, where they repeat the story again and again from each perspective, but they keep yeah. repeating scenes and repeating the opening part. Yeah. Oh my God. It tests my patience because I both love it and I fucking hate it. It, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, continue. <laughs> now, um, something similarly to how you feel about that, um, stories that use the same uh, storytelling uh, method as Rashomon, where it tells the same story different ways from yeah. different people that were there, yes. that that trope, that style... It, mm-hmm. it just it that gets on my nerves because it's been done so many times. Well, yeah, it, and they're they're very similar. And it because feels like it is repeating, and it is. 
Yeah, on it a sitcom, can be interesting, but like, come on. Yeah, but like on a sitcom, it feels like they're doing it to save money on that particular episode. You know, I think that it, I I really think they think they're being creative. Yeah, yeah, like oh, here's an idea. Why don't we do a Rashomon? Like no, yeah, no, we've seen that. Yeah, that's what it's all based <laughs> off of. I would probably, even though Julia Louis drive, it would be between Julia Louis. Dreyfus and Phoebe Waller Bridge for yeah. me. And that is with Catherine O'Hara. Like I yeah. she hasn't been nominated before. She really? is one of no, she's one of the all of the Shits Creek nominations are first timers, if I'm not mistaken. That's so great that they're finally yeah. getting recognition for this show. It's been yeah. what, like it's been four seasons that they've five. been uh well five, yeah, but four they've been uh eligible for, or is five in there too? They've aired five Total, this is for season five that just okay. aired. Okay. And then they're filming six, which will be the final right now. Wow. But, I mean, that's, that's definitely deserved. But Russian Doll, like in the, in the comedy series category, I don't really see it as a comedy per se. Haven't watched the oh, whole thing. Welcome to I, the Emmys and to the Golden Globes. This is the game that we play. <laughs> yeah, I know there's, there's, there's some wiggle room in there sometimes and they try to put series in certain categories that really don't fit, but they can't really fit anywhere else. Well, um, it's nice that they have a comedy. Oh, sorry, I hit the mic. It's nice that they at least have a comedy category. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't do that with like the Oscars, and that huh. sucks. Yeah. No, the Oscars doesn't acknowledge comedy. That is weird. Really? Okay. So yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of competition in uh, in lead actress. So that's gonna be mm-hmm. interesting to see how that how that boils down. Um, what Michelle about... Williams needs to win for Fosse Burden. Oh my god, if she doesn't <laughs> win, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> What is that uh, category? Uh, lead actress in the drama or limited series or movie? Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. Fosse Verdon, man. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she was so good. Oh God, she just transforms. She's, I, I mean, I'm hard pressed to say she's not the best actress of her generation. Yeah. Which is, you know, good good people involved. That's it's all praise right there. That's, that's I mean, supporting cool. actress. Unless it goes to Fiona Shaw in Killing Eve, which I don't think that's going to be the case. I mean, it's going to be a Game of Thrones actress, supporting actress in a drama series, because they have four nominations. <laughs> yeah, just by volume, they stand the biggest chance. Let me ask you this, though. What is competition program? Is that, like, just a contest? Is that, like, a reality show sort of deal that they're saying? It's the reality show, Okay. basically. Okay. Um, although those are all... I, I don't know. I don't know if they have any other reality show nomination. I don't usually pay attention to those. Too. I don't watch reality shows at all. It's hard to really judge reality shows on what they are because I mean, really, the edit the editing team gets the most praise for that sort of thing because even if you have like it's, a shit yeah. season, a shit cast, like you have to frame it to look interesting. So they should really uh, get. They're also scripting it and egging it on. Yeah. I didn't watch much of it, but I watched like. It, it was honestly too depressing how I'm sure realistic it was. There was a TV show, and I think it was called Unreal or something like that. Okay. It was originally on Lifetime, and I think it did last season was on Hulu, and it's on Hulu now. And it it was all about producers of a Bachelor-type show. Oh, okay. And it was 
Like, I, I mean, I watched like two or three episodes of it. And I was like, I have to take a shower. This is so gross. Like, yeah. this environment of them creating this and the horrible things that they do to mm-hmm. get their show. I was like, oh, God, I can't deal with this. <laughs> and I stopped watching that's, it. That's almost because, like, as bad as the um, they had a show at one point that was like a fake reality show. Like, it was like a fake Bachelor or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, that was like early 2000s, right? Yeah, it was like Joe yeah. Everyman or something like that. Oh, the millionaire one? Was it the millionaire Joe one? Joe Millionaire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where they faked him being a millionaire? Right. Oh, that was fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was like, oh man, Fox That was in the early days when there wasn't like really the internet and stuff. They could get away with way more. <laughs> right. So that show got on, under my skin. And then the other one that really got on my nerves was Temptation Island. Because first of all, if you agree to go on a show where you're engaged or you're married and you go on a show specifically to prove that you can resist temptation while like, you know, just unnaturally attractive people try to seduce you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not very- you just no, you're setting yourself up for failure right there. <laughs> I, I'm looking at this these supporting actress in a drama series, and I'm trying to decide who within those seven episodes, six episodes, seven episodes of Game of Thrones, yeah, who should win. It shouldn't be Lena Headey, although I think she has the best chance because yeah. of the overall show. Yeah, but in the last season, she barely did anything because writing. Once again, it's all right, writing. It's right. not her. She's amazing. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't a big season for Sophie Turner. You know, if this were last season, I'd say her, but this season, she wasn't really given that much to do. It wasn't a big season for anyone. Well, Maisie Williams had a great season, but I don't think she did like the best out of these actresses, you know? I I mean, barely any actors did anything in the, (laughs) in the (laughs) the end of Game of Thrones with the exception of. Uh, Amelia Clark, who should win? Who's she up against? Let me look. Drama series, lead actress. Uh, yeah, she might lose to Robin Wright hmm. for House of Cards, which was a surprise nomination Ooh. that people were not expecting. I yeah. haven't still seen any of that. Um, I Sandra don't know. Oh and Jodie Comer for both of those for Killing Eve are great. Sandra Oh won last year though. Right, right. Uh, or was that the Golden Globe? That was the Golden Maybe Globes. More for This Is Us. She's great, but she's going to be nominated again, even though weirdly this is her first nomination. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder. I think next year is the last season for that, so she might win going out, which was what I think is going to happen with Julia Louis Dreyfus because this was the last season of Veep. I think Amelia Clark has it. Okay. Okay. I think she's in that one. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I, if if it's anybody from Game of Thrones all, is going to get all, it, uh, they, they go who's paid their dues, who's yeah. done this and that. This isn't now. I will say it's not as easy to predict as like the Oscars because it's it's a different game. I would say that the Emmys and the Golden Globes are much more fair than the Oscars. Yeah, for lack of a better word, uh, and harder to pick. Um, but yeah. If I had to pick for supporting actress, um, I would go with Julia Garner from Ozark. Have you seen that? Did you watch Ozark I, yet? No, I haven't seen any of it. Oh my goodness. She is so captivating. 
because her character is kind of like an in-betweener. You don't know what side she's on. And she's put in these situations where she can make very good decisions or make very bad decisions, even more so than uh, Jason Bateman's character. And it's it's just fascinating watching her. And she does a great job. So Yeah. It's on my list of shows, but it's just never been top priority because I don't know much about it. And, you yeah. know. It's also beautifully shot. That's another thing about it, too. Part of it happens in Chicago and just the, the color palette choices that they make with it and the, um, just the shot angles and everything. It, it's, it's a beautiful show. Like this, I started watching it when I got the, um, the PS4 4K, the pro one. Yeah. And that, that was what really made me sit up and take notice of the picture quality on there. Cause it's, it's done in like ultra 4K or whatever. Yeah. And it, it, it shows they did a great job. I mean, you could see every leaf on the trees huh. in the Ozarks and it's That's just, cool. yeah, that, I can't, I can't say enough good things about that show. It's hmm. really good. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited that Pen15 got a nomination. Yeah, me too. Writing for comedy series. It's the only one they got, but considering it was, it's such a weird show, an obscure comedy on Hulu, yeah. not on Netflix or something like that, that's pretty huge. Man. Uh, I'm kind of sad to see that Laverne Cox got nominated for guest actress in a drama series for Orange is the New Black because it reminded me that she wasn't even in the entire season last time. I still haven't seen the entire season. Yeah. Last year, I got so bored that I stopped watching. Man. I need to, I know. I didn't know Felicia Rashad showed up on This Is Us, so that's kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. She. Oh, my God. She was phenomenal, too. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's love, everyone's brilliant on that show. That I love is Felicia Rashad, awesome. and it's sad that the majority of my fond memories of Felicia Rashad are from that other show that she did. So every time yeah, I see her fine. pop up, you can up, still enjoy the show. You just can't give it money. That's my fault. Too, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to see when it's a when it's an abuser on that level, though. To see him, it's true. It's not easy because you can't look at him and not think of that anymore. Exactly. You know? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Yeah, so that was so that's interesting. Uh, I'm excited about some of the nominations. Uh, kind of indifferent about others. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited that uh, Kamel Nanjiani got <laughs> got uh, nominated for that episode of Twilight Zone. He did because he was great on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool how like you get little obscure things like that where you're like, oh yeah, I forgot they were on for an episode of that. Yeah. Like, oh, they get nominated for an SNL episode or something. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Now, for structured reality programs, uh, the (laughs) tidying up with Marie Kondo got nominated. You know that's going to win. Because, yeah, everybody was talking about that one. Jesus. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. (laughs) Unstructured reality show. Oh, man. You never know what's going to happen. I I don't understand. Have Have you watched that show, Somebody Feed Phil? Yes, that one's actually really good. Yeah, so I, that's I cool like to that see that nominated. I don't know if there's enough interest in it for people to really... Whoa, you know. Bradley Whitford's on The Handmaid's Tale? There you go. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I just started watching Handmaid's Tale, by the way, guys. <laughs> 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 so my story with Handmaid's Tale is I've never watched it, uh-huh. nor nor read the book, because I was like, I don't really want to watch women get raped and tortured. That's not my idea of a fun night. no. Um, and so I was like told, okay, but it's good. Like, give it a shot. Okay. 
So I did, and it clicked in my brain when I was watching it that it's a horror show, not a drama, which was what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just going to be a drama with intense stuff, but when it when I started watching it, I was like, oh my god, everything about this, the way it's shot, the color work, the acting, I mean, everything, it's a horror story, and it it allowed me to watch it, even though it's incredibly difficult to watch. I can't watch more than, like, an episode or two at a time, and then I have to go watch that 70s show to, like, wash my brain, but, like, it's... It's really, really well done. Hmm. Uh, it, it it deserves the hype. I'm gonna have to get back to so it. Far. I'm gonna have to get back to it eventually. How much I, good did you watch? I think I watched like the first two episodes of it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean everything you were talking about basically happened in those first two. So I'm like, you know, I'm not feeling this right now. I think it depends on how you went into it because I think most people just went into it watch thinking they were gonna watch a show. Yeah. I went into it. I had already read up on it. The content of the first season, um, I had already known. I'll just say the Alexis Bledel storyline in the beginning, at least in the first season. I knew her storyline. I was like, I can't watch this. I can't do it um, originally. So because I knew so much going in, I was able to prepare myself. I don't know if because I just started season two of it. I don't know if I'll be able to continue going forward, but I, I it's like a, any horror thing. I'm like, I have a rule. I pull the blog if it upsets me too much. Yeah. So far, it hasn't. So, you know, I don't have I, I don't feel like I have to keep watching it. I mean, I, I stayed out of it for, what, four years. That's how long it's been on the air or something like that. So, you know, if I decide I, I can't deal with it, I'm just going to stop. OK, well, man, anything else jump out at you? Not really. Yeah. Um, not really. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm really excited for it though, because I feel like it's, it's really competitive Mm -hmm. in a good way. Almost to the point where just about everyone in the category, if they win, you're happy. And I don't usually feel that way. I'm usually like, if Amy Adams doesn't win this fucking Oscar, like, I'm going to, Burn this place. To, I'm going to burn Utica to the ground. Like, I get so mad every time she loses. But, you know, usually I'm deeply invested in one act or the other. But it's like, you know, the one I was talking about, I'm like, oh, my God, if Julia Louis-Dreyfus wins, that's amazing. If Catherine O'Hara wins, that's amazing. You know, like, there's so many. There's just a lot of good stuff out there right now. And also, you go through that list. It's nice to not see Big Bang Theory nominated. Yeah. That, yeah. That was our final season. They didn't get any nominations. Wow. Um, yeah, Modern like, Family, yeah. <laughs> which is, I think, next year is going to be its last season. I didn't see any nominations. These powerhouses that just keep going and you keep seeing nominations and wins and it gets so tiresome are finally starting to go away and new things are coming through. And I think that that's why this season or this this award season or whatever is so exciting because you have fresh blood coming in. Yeah. Like you have fresh shows, fresh actors, fresh writers. I mean, yeah, you have Game of Thrones, you have Veep. They've been nominated or won for many years in a row, but there's a lot of new stuff and that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, too much of a good thing is not as much of a good thing. So it's good to diversify it up a little bit. Like you said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
So we got that. Emmys are happening. Hooray. Emmys. Emmys. So I added this last second, but it's just a quick, and we don't have to get into the article, but they're saying <laughs> that Harry Styles might be playing Eric in The Little Mermaid. Harry Styles. Where do I know him from? What was he? What was this guy? One Direction. Oh, that guy. Okay. And he's done some acting now. He was in Dunkirk. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, First of all, his self-titled album from 2017 is awesome and you should check it out and Mm -hmm. i didn't listen to one direction but i i listened to that like this uh it's just self-titled album i listened to it because it people were coming out with reviews and they're like this is a great rock album i was like wait what okay like this boy band guy and it is really really good and i was like oh i'm a fan of this dude and now he like there's a whole there's whole compilation videos of him on stage. And I guess he does this at like every show. But he's like, you guys are everything to me. You've given me everything. I'm so happy you're here. I hope we've given you a great show. We can't do this without you. I'm so grateful for you. Like and just being he's so humble. He's so kind. He like he's always got like pride flags up and everything like that. I mean, he's I just really like him. Overall, he seems like a good, despite being a child star to a degree, he seems pretty level-headed. I love that he's possibly going to be Eric in that movie because it's just going to make me even more mad because Ariel's going to be black and he's going to be white. Yep. And we get to get everyone even more fucking pissed, which that (laughs) just makes me, that just makes my heart grow like the Grinch. It's just so happy. It's great. It's great. I'm happy. Yeah. It's just um, even if he doesn't get it, I do hope that that they cast <laughs> White Eric just, just just yeah. to fuck with people. Really, I I've, I I I just have no respect for people that just disrespect interracial couples or just any anything like that. I mean, it's not your business. Just stay out of it. Agreed. What I don't understand why that's still a thing. Yeah. What the fuck? Get over it. Yeah. Um. I've, I've not ever experienced that firsthand, but I've had friends that have, and it's just not, it's just so hurtful because all, all people want to do is love each other in that, in that scenario. And being told that their love is invalid because of the color of their skin, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah. You know? And I think it's a thing that people think is in the past, just yeah. like so many other racial issues. Mm-hmm. And you go, mm, no, like, Loving vs. Virginia was, oh my god, what, like, 60, now I need to, no, it was 1967. Yeah. That's not that long ago. Like, our parents were pretty much alive. There are people, there are people still alive in this world that had to deal with segregation. Yeah, yeah. People who still do. Like, you couldn't get married if you were in a mixed relationship. Like, that's, that's nuts. Yeah. So I like seeing things like that. Yeah, um, me too. Me because too. I think it just ever it's just like seeing, you know, LGBT representation, all of it, not to say it's the same, it's just it's they're all different things, but any sort of representation breaks down barriers and normalizes things. So, so. it's it's amazing to me because we went from the Cinderella remake not really getting that much press, you know, to people being like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that's happening. Yeah. Um, 
to, of course, like the, the Disney Renaissance movies being remade, like Lion King and Aladdin, people taking notice and complaining about every little thing, to this movie that hasn't even said action on the first scene, <laughs> that's yeah. already just getting people all riled up. Um, there was an article that uh, kind of rubbed me the wrong way just because of the, the way it was, it was phrased. It was on uh, Comic Book Resources. and. Okay. They said something to the regard of, all right, well, look, you know, um, we're not saying Disney is, is doing this type of casting to, uh, get people upset so they'll talk about it, but we're not, not saying that either. You know, oh, just one off. of those, yeah, one of those type of shitty, you know, denials. They're just doing this for the free publicity. I'm yeah. Like, you yeah. really think that a company is going to risk that much shit? Right. Being thrown at them. Right. And of course, it's not a perfect science either. It could blow up in their face. Right. But the, the part that gets to me the most is the, the role of the oblivious reporter, quote unquote, trying to put that thought out there just to try to poison minds, you know, but not, not really saying that it's happening, but saying, what if it is? Posing the question, what if this is happening? Yeah. Get out of here with that bullshit. You know, I, I don't know, man. Anyway, anyway, we weren't even going to go down there. No, 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 but it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that that's true. If not though, whoever they cast is going to be good. Yeah. Just like we said last week where it's like, you know, whoever they go with, that's good. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. I'm, they're clearly I, the right person for the part. They're making me want to support this movie. <laughs> even oh, if, yeah. Even yeah, if, you sure. know, I've never been like the biggest fan of Little Mermaid. Like it was good. Like we said last week. Now they're making me pretty much have to buy a ticket. So that's going to happen. Then Manuel Miranda's working on it, if I'm not mistaken, as Interesting. well. Interesting. Okay. The soundtrack and stuff. I yeah. think he's working on it. So, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because he was in the new um, Mary Poppins movie. Yeah, as that was well. good. Yeah. Did you see it? I didn't see it. But, you know, what's weird about it, nobody made a fuss about that. It was like, yeah, all right, Manuel Miranda's in it. So what? <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't playing the same character. Oh, okay. Dick he Van wasn't. Dyke. Yeah, no. I thought he was like playing no, Dick Van Dyke's he was character. Actually, the adult version of a child from the original. Oh, oh, so. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about something farcical. Let's talk about something completely ridiculous now. Yeah, I'm here for it. Area 51. So, what have you heard about this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> what have I heard about Area 51? Not just well, Area I've 51. I've heard a great many things. But the specific September 20th raid on Area 51. So I saw this. Whenever it started going around, I did see someone made a Facebook. And this this happens every once in a while while they make an event. And I remember yeah. it was really popular, like, around the beginning of me being on Facebook, where it was like, we're going to make <laughs> weird events. And everyone, yeah. like, and they're just virtual events. No one's actually going to them. And <laughs> so this one's like, they can't stop us all or whatever. Yeah, the, that the, was the, the tagline. They can't stop us all. It's they're the government. really preparing for people to show up. Yeah. And these, these government agencies are like, hey, guys, you know, that's funny. We have a sense of humor. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, but please don't come or else we'll have to shoot you and or arrest you. So, yeah. you know, you're you're trying to trespass. But also, this is also kind of smart because they're going to live stream it. I just saw that. Oh, they're going to live stream it. If they do anything to anyone, they're yeah. kind of fucked. 
So like it puts them in a weird position where they kind of, it, it's a little <laughs> bit right where they're like they can't get us all. Oh like, my god, it's messed up. Um, I mean nowadays, fucking knows they could kill someone. Who cares? Well, I mean, nuts. yeah, we have we have very um, wily people uh, in decision making positions right now in our country. Number one, yeah. number two, it's just like okay, you're trespassing on private government property legally yes they can do whatever they want if you're trespassing do you think that there's anything base. there no you don't not well not what people are hoping for not like you know spaceships and aliens i think and there's something there i sure. just don't think it's what you think it is right i mean it could be anything from like nuclear technology to yeah. plans they don't want anybody to see to like just uh blacklisted uh experiments that they did that they don't want getting out something like that i could totally see that you know well, why have they kept it open for so long that's the that's the part why or why is it <laughs> why why is area 51 just like a widely known government base uh, yeah here's, here's a spoiler it's not it's just the it's 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 smoke and mirrors if it is if there's anything that our government is hiding from us it's not just in one central location no, like hey guys no, no, don't no. go here that's not what i was saying <laughs> what i was saying is what like what is the value someone explain this to us okay. if you know <laughs> what is the value of that actual area is it like a strategic thing is oh it a, i see what you're saying like you don't know you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like what because it seems like it's in the middle of nowhere right and i so think why is it so important i think that's why it's just been built up over time it's just like oh something crazy's got to be going on there there's nothing else there it must be amazing it must be some huge government cover-up secret. Sorry, I just pressed the wrong button and realized I can share my screen with you. Oh. That, that, could, that could go very poorly. That's it. Yeah. No, thank you. Game changer. What Game changer. does Lex have? Oh, shit. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, I, that's what I'm curious about. Like, what is the real reason, particularly if you're in military, if you can tell us? Um, what is the real reason for having that area? And why would it be dangerous for someone to go? <laughs> what did they, what was the reference that they were saying? The, the comic or, or anime or whatever? Oh, Naruto? Naruto? They're like, yeah. go Naruto, which I don't understand what that means. Naruto but, um, runs. So the way that they run on Naruto is they run with their heads down, looking forward <laughs> and their arms behind their back. Oh my god, because I really want to see I really want to see this. If they do live get, stream, when is it again? It's September 10th. I feel like we need to somehow find a way to watch the live stream and oh, you know, stream your thoughts. You know it's going to be Oh, September 20th. Um you know there's going to be like just countless countless ways to watch this on Reddit and everything. It's just going to be Nobody everywhere. Nobody is going to fly out to this, right? There are going to be some people that are crazy enough to try it, and they're going to get arrested immediately. Yeah, I would never do this. Yeah, I mean, these are... Even if I thought it was, like, real, I would not risk what they're risking for this thing. They can't stop all of this. What? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you deserve to be stopped, okay? I'll just put that out there. Like you can't be trusted with government secrets of this of this caliber if this is how you're going to go about getting to them by running like on a cartoon and and posting memes about yeah. men in black. No. No, you don't I deserve. Mean, to me, it sounds just like the uh, the guys who were like, "Well, if the government does this, we're going to have to rise up." And I'm like, "So the scenario but is you that know. you rise up and that you take down <laughs> the whole government, and in the process, you're talking about killing soldiers, which yeah. you also think people are disrespecting when they do X, Y, and Z." And I'm like, um, I think I'm these sorry. are two different camps. I think these are yeah. just like, I don't, I mean, I'm sure there's some intersection there, but this is probably a, a different camp altogether. I, I mean, have, I have, I have questions for both camps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that a lot of people are just like joking around about it, but there's some people who are bored and have a disposable income and we'll try it. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't. I just I don't I, see the value in it. But here's here's the main way that you. How know. many people are going to show up? That's uh, that's what I'm <laughs> like really 10. curious about. It's going to be like ten dudes. Okay, but this is how no, you really know. No, see, you think it's going to be ten dudes. I think it's going to be way way more people okay. than we would have ever thought, and it's going to be disturbing how many fucking people show up. This is going to be oh, like gosh. a wake up call. There's yeah. going to be hundreds of people. I I'm I that's what I that's what my call is with it. It's, <laughs> it's going to be. be Look who we have as our president. Look what is happening to this fucking country. Yeah, like, come yeah. on, people. It is not that crazy to think all these people are like, yeah, let's storm Area 51, man. Let's do it. And then, the you know, some of them are going to bring AKs or something. It's going to be oh, a whole fucking no. thing. Yeah, those are going to be the folks that get taken down. Because, I mean, all right, if they show up and they're unarmed and they're just playing around, I can see them like, okay, we're going to take you. We're going to arrest you. Cool. You know. But if it just turns into Burning Man. If it... <laughs> It's going to turn into Burning Man. It's going to turn into, like, the Gathering of the Juggalos. It's going to be a mixture of all of that. Everything you could possibly imagine. Oh, so many hacky sacks. But what I was going to say, (laughs) thankfully not. What I was going to say, the way that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that aliens don't exist is because you know if at the first presidential briefing they told Trump about that, we'd have heard about it by now. Alternative idea. Okay. We don't actually know. And I agree with that because I have said that before. (laughs) But we don't know because despite Trump being a person dumb enough to just blab it, he is also a person who lacks all intellectual curiosity and likely didn't even ask. That's true. Or they could have just given him like... You have access to all of it, but you have to seek it out. That's true. Unless it's it's an imminent problem, they're not giving you all the information. Like, why would they? I why mean, would they keep him on, you know, something like a, like something that happened in Vietnam? That's it's how he relevant. would have sold Space Force if he'd have been like, look, you guys don't know there are things going to be attacking us from other planets that we're not aware of. We need a Space Force. We need it right now. Right. <laughs> Which is breaking treaties and a whole... Oh, oh man. Oh, man. It's I'm so, so weird. tired, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why I didn't want to go down the Trump path. You so anyway. Vote, you motherfuckers. Vote. Vote. And if you don't vote Democrat, fuck you. I'm sorry. <laughs> At this point, I can I can just throw that, that blanket over all of this. Seriously, oh, guys? Man. Kids are in cages. Fuck man. this place. 
It's it's fucked up. Yeah. Don't don't vote for the party that put kids in cages. I can say that. Yeah. Don't, just, why don't you why don't you think about that, please? Don't, don't vote for that. Oh, but Obama did. Well, you know what? He's not doing it right now. So if you're upset as we are about it now. Also, then, that's not the only thing. If yeah. that was the oh, like first of all, it's heinous, but if you can find one thing and it's a problem, then then someone can go, "Yeah, but look at all this like um, we're talking about a daily, we're going to have so much PTSD from this shit. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. If you, if anything, just vote for the people that believe in science so Thank that we you. can actually do something about climate change, because that's, that's the, that's yeah. the thing that's going to fucking destroy us all. Right. So, you know, find out if the person that you're voting for believes in science. If they don't, um, reconsider voting for them and then. Tell your family to do the same. <laughs> Maybe don't vote for a person that tells three American-born citizens to go back to their country if they don't like it here. <laughs> yeah. Because that was pretty dumb, too. I just saw that, and I was like, the, I mean, I swear, I just went, they're, they're Americans. Like, they I, are. I just, it didn't make any sense to me, but whatever, none of it ever does make um, sense. Americans. Okay, so. Americans. Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, earlier you were talking about how they removed that scene from uh, yes. Toy Story. Yes. Uh, Toy Story 2. And this is, okay, um, the other side of that coin is taking content out of digital streaming uh, entertainment. Yes. That they just thought didn't fit. For instance, a better example, a better example, uh, Kanye. When he came out with uh, Life of Pablo, and it was only on um, Jay Z's streaming service. Title. Title. It was a a a living album basically. So he released the first version of it, but he would go in almost daily and change things. <laughs> okay. With the with the production of that album. Now, I mean, that was that fascinating. Is, whatever. To me. That's his thing. That's his thing. But it was fascinating to me because it's like, all right, it wasn't out on on any type of like physical media. So mm-hmm. nobody had the official copy unless you yeah. like downloaded it that first day and burned it onto a disc or, you know, something a little bit more modern, maybe like an eight track. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I use. <laughs> of course, everybody does. But what I'm getting at is the fact that like it was just morphing all the time. It was always changing based on how he felt on a certain day. So what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, as far as like owning your media. And how that's still important, it comes into play here as well. Here's another example of it. Um, you sent a link over saying that Netflix cut um, the suicide scene out of 13 Reasons Why, or cut down. I didn't. I didn't fully read into it, but I'm okay. But mainly, either cut down or, or cut it. Let me look at the article real quick. Yeah. Uh no ha- no no longer has the controversial suicide scene uh they've edited out like shown in the finale yeah you can go ahead cuz you've seen it i haven't i did I've not seen watch it. this show i i watched i watched all of it i was um not i don't want to i don't want to make people worried i was in a bad place it says that they re-edited it 
Okay. That's what they, that's what they claim to, to get rid of graphic depictions of suicide and violence. Yeah. So, that, uh, yeah. you know what? And it's, it's interesting because I don't know if this is the same piece that's related to what I heard on NPR today. Um, but they were saying like, all right. So one of the things that psychologists will tell you, uh, when it comes to people who commit suicide is to never publish the suicide note. Mm-hmm. And 13 Reasons Why was 13 hours of a suicide note. Yeah. Yeah. The I mean, I remember the book being problematic. Yeah. Like when that was out. And I when that when the first season of that show came out, which whatever, um, I had no interest in it because I knew it depicted rape. And I knew it depicted suicide. And I was like, mm, nope, yeah. done. I'm out. I'm out. I didn't even interest me in the first place. But I was like, fuck this. I'm done. And then, um, first of all, there have been suicides linked to that show. Uh, even I have friend of friends type of situation. Like, who? yeah, it's linked to that show. Um, and I talked to my my therapist about it, psychiatrist. And she said... That it's a problem and they've had to deal with it. Um, so basically everyone in the psychiatric community and therapy community, everything like that, was saying this is wrong. Yeah. And you should not be depicting things this way. Yeah. Everything about this show is handling this in the wrong way. It's not the way we would do it. I mean, it, it, the fact that it took them how many years now, three years to, to fix this is fucked up. Yeah, it has been that long. Um, I don't want to get too into it, but like I keep saying that this episode, and I apologize because <laughs> that's kind of what we're here for. Um, it was jarring to say the least when they got to that part because you think they're going to cut away, you think that they're going to, you know, use creative editing to not show what was going on. No, it was unflinching like yeah from start to finish to all the way her parents finding her it and was why and, and it's and it's a show marketed towards teenagers why yeah. do you decide to become like an avant-garde like motherfucker like well, it wasn't the what? way that the way that they rationalized it was to say that they wanted to show the effect that someone taking their own life would have on others around them you know and it, it right. accomplished that it, at least in, in my eyes, it did accomplish that. Um, but at the same time, it romanticized it to a point where if someone was thinking about taking their own life, the act of leaving behind these 13 audio tapes for people to understand the, the, the significance that they had in your life and everything like that, it, it was it was definitely a love letter to taking your own life. You know? Plus, wasn't it blame? Like half of it was blaming too. Like oh, saying, uh, yeah. So yeah. that's that's also really fucking terrible. Like yeah, because then these other people. Well, I mean, all right. So they were not altruistic, and yeah, a lot of people did have a, a negative effect on on the character. But I'm not here to review it. It it's still romanticized suicide. Yeah. Yeah, I can't deny that. So they, they took a, a couple different approaches to it. They initially tried to defend the scene. Then they put a card at the beginning of the episode. Then they opened a website uh, called 13reasonswhy.info, 
uh, in order for people to do their own research and, 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 you know, seek out help if need be, uh, you know, just resources about suicide prevention. And now they've taken another step. They've re-edited it. So. Yeah. And I'm usually very much against that. Yeah. Um, editing, altering stuff. I don't like, you know, sanitizing things right. or whatever. Um, but I'm of the opinion with this particular show and they've done studies of like people were Google, like, like they were Googling this show and how to commit suicide X, Y, and Z type of things. Yeah. Oh, and there were spikes in that after it aired. And so like the data is there for it. I, I am of the opinion that I don't give a fuck how much they cut this show down because it's trash to me. And I don't think it should have existed in the first place. Um, I, and I, I think that that, I don't think that that's the overall opinion, but like, to me, this is not the Netflix is removing cigarettes from their stuff, like, or they're trying to cut down on cigarette smoking in their shows. This is really a huge problem. Uh, and it's handled the wrong way. And we have, you know, I've noticed more and more articles are good about saying a person uh, died by suicide rather than saying committed suicide because okay. that's what the suicide prevention people like organizations say is the better phrasing. Yeah. So they're trying to be reporters are trying to be more responsible with this. Yeah. It's an epidemic in our country. Um, and in the, I mean, in it's an epidemic overall, but I, I just think that I don't, I don't believe like, Oh, we have a full responsibility with everything, but like you do to a degree. Especially when you're making a show for teenagers. Yeah. And that show was made for teenagers. And I just don't think it was right. You gotta listen to the professionals when it comes to stuff like this. You can't just guess and, and do it half assed. You really need to uh have an open an open ear for that yeah. sort of thing. And it's obvious that the creators of the show didn't do enough research beforehand because they're they're just they're playing catch up. Like you said, three years later. Um, I hope that parties were able to take something from it, uh, at least to the extent of, of actually seeing the effect that, uh, their absence would, would have on their family and friends in, yeah. in a derogatory way. I, I do hope that. But I'm sure I, that there are some people that watched it and it resonated in the way that I believe the filmmakers intended. Yeah. Which was to show you what it does and everything like that. I, I'm not saying that the filmmakers intended for it to be as damaging as it was, but I just think that they didn't do the most basic research, which is this like this is everything that the suicide prevention warns against doing. Right. You know? And that, to me, is being incredibly irresponsible when you're talking about kids and young adults who are very influential, like, or very uh, easily influenced. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. But, I mean, you look at it right now, it's like you and I basically just looked it up on the internet and found this uh, article on on NPR (laughs) that is cited and has done their research and everything like that. Yeah. You know, these are all things that could have been done before 
finishing this show before putting it up there. Yeah. Yeah, but, and and research is is a really fun part of writing. It's one of my favorite parts of writing. So I'm like, yeah. whenever there's not research, I'm like, what the fuck are you missing out on? Like, you, <laughs> what are you doing, man? This is one of the best parts of the job. Oh, when you're when you're dealing with heavy, um, you know, subject matter such as this, especially, you can't half-ass it. Nope, you can't. So, I mean, this did, is just a lesson. At least they they went and. You know, ha- have taken some precautions for future viewings. Yeah. I would still say if you haven't seen it, I still haven't seen it. Like I said, I talked to a professional about not because I was contemplating watching it, but because I was like, hey, is this a problem? Because right. I think it sounds like it would be a problem. And she was like, oh, yeah, we have to write about it and talk to our kids about it. And, you know, from both a parent, because she's a mother, as well as a professional she saw it on both ends of the spectrum of wow. how bad it was yeah um and how she was like i didn't even know what this was my recommendation would be if you want to watch a show that handles mental health depictions properly and very well go watch and it's weird because the, the title you wouldn't think it, crazy ex-girlfriend one of the best depictions of mental health issues and getting help and all kinds of that out there one of the was best. it um was it the, was the show created for that reason or was it just like a, a an accident that it kind of happened along the way that way uh it was created for that re- like they the oh, okay. she she wanted to explore this idea of women are crazy like this trope yeah. this, this bullshit thing and explore kind of so mental illness clearly and just I mean, it's it's hard to explain. It is a musical. It is a comedy. It's hysterical at times. It will make you cry at other times. It is so well done. The story is complete. They just finished this last year. It's four seasons. Um, each season is, you know, I think it's like a 15 episodes or something like that. So you can you can watch the entire story right now. Uh, and it's all on Netflix. And I recommend that any day over 13 reasons why or really anything else i just think it's it's you know what it is too it's one of those shows that's going to be like arrested development in a couple years you're going to have people telling you oh my god have you seen this show yeah and a couple people did it was the it was the lowest rated cw show throughout its entire run pretty much its entire run yeah. Uh, the guy who runs the CW, he's like, I don't care. They're making art. I'm just going to let them keep doing it. He didn't huh. care. He didn't give a shit about the bad ratings for the show. He was like, they're doing a great thing here. He gave them four seasons. They had that plan from the start. And just let them go. Let them do what they wanted. All right. Which is rare, like, in today's age. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I'm gonna get to that show eventually. I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of those things. It's kind of like Ozark for you. It's just, it's on my list. You know? Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, if someone's like, oh, maybe I should, I'm like, no, 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 go watch this one instead. Yeah, yeah. Do this yeah. instead. It's it's I better like, for your brain. I like that approach. I do. I do appreciate that, and that's something that I strive to accomplish whenever you know I have something derogatory to say about a certain form of entertainment or something like this, which kind of like. Dances on the line between educate, edu- I was gonna say educatement. Oh my god, <laughs> edu- education, educating and entertaining. <laughs> you know, edutainment, as they used to say. Um, 
I, I like to have a um, an alternate recommendation for that sort of thing. So yeah. I, I appreciate that you had something ready because that's that's perfect. That's good. I actually didn't really. I just thought of it okay. just now. So that's my <laughs> random brain helping out this time. Hey, that's even better. You know, it worked out. So do you want to hear a murder story? No. Yes, you do. <laughs> So okay, go for it. What do you let's got? let's let's lighten things up with a murder story real quick. <laughs> let's yeah, there you go. Okay, so last night my dad calls me, uh huh, and he's like, "Hey, so I heard this story, and I think you'd like to hear it." Okay. And I was like, "Okay." Now usually I'm like, "Whatever," like you know, and he's like, "No, I think you'll <laughs> like this one." And so he says, "I was talking to so my friend." And she was talking to me about her son and, you know, his life and this and that. And she said he was dating this girl and this girl was crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what we were just talking about, which is like, and my dad even, it was saying, oh, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Because he knows that that's, I think I've talked to him about it or whatever. Like, this is a trope and you shouldn't call women crazy. Right. And, and she went, No. <laughs> you need that. She's you need that. Hold actually, on. crazy. <laughs> and so, and so he goes, "Wait, what?" Uh-oh. So, apparently, this young man who's about my age, a little bit older, uh-huh. um, he was dating a girl, and I think was living with her, oh. and she stabbed him in the leg with a kitchen knife. Oh, what? So she she stabbed him. Now this is my my dad's friend's son. Uh-huh. So she stabbed him with a kitchen knife. Okay. And so he was like, "Oh shit." So oh. got out of there, moved back in with his parents. But apparently, he decided I'm not going to stop fucking her. Oh, that's the worst idea so, ever. Okay. <laughs> she stabbed him in the leg. Okay. Okay. So he's living, he's living with his parents again. Wow. Okay. Because he had to get away from her. Uh huh. But he decides he's going to sneak her into the house. Oh, God, no. So his mom is, you know, gearing down for the night or whatever, and she hears screaming. Oh, no. And so she's like, what's going on? And like, hear scream, gets closer, closer to the door. She's like, what's happening? And kind of like knocks and is like, what, what's going on? Here's yelling and screaming and all that. And finally opens the door and sees her son on top of the girl. She's got a fork in her hand. She's trying to stab him. And he's like, call the police, call the police, call the police. He's pinning her down. And oh she's God. fighting with all of her, like, all of her power to try to stab him with a fork. Wow. So, he, apparently, she, apparently this girl, despite all of that, like, she's not in jail or anything. So, she's just huh. about with her life. Okay. And he manages to get away from her. And she goes and gets a boyfriend, another boyfriend, new uh. new or whatever okay so the son one day his phone lights up oh no and people are like dude are you okay dude are you okay what's what's going on hey what's wrong hey are you all right i'm so worried about you and he's like what the fuck is going on here and one of the people goes she killed her boyfriend holy shit and 
enough people, enough time had not passed that she like stabbed her boyfriend uh-huh. and enough time had not passed that people thought that they were still dating. So they thought he was dead. So they oh. were calling to check in on him. They thought he was dead. So <laughs> my dad tells me this story and he did not tell me that it was a murder story. He just started out with like, yeah, this girl's crazy. She did. This. And then he ended with, which I probably should have done the same, but I was like, Oh my fucking god, she's a murderer! And I was like high pitched, losing it on this phone call. Like this is the greatest story ever. I'm so glad you called me. Oh, oh my, god. my god, I I was just like, it's fucked up to be, <laughs> uh, you know, my murderino self that was like, tell me everything. So okay, I need yeah. more. I need more. So this girl. I might be able to answer questions. I might not. I didn't, you know. Is is she incarcerated at this time? Yes. Good. Okay. That's all I needed. Thank you very much. Yes. Holy shit. Not for, <laughs> the, not for the attempted stuff. Because oh. I don't think it was a, att- well, I don't think it was attempted murder. No. It was probably like domestic battery or something. Like, Cause she stabbed him in the leg and then Holy she's trying shit. to stab him. If, I mean, I don't know, but, or maybe she was pending charges with the other thing and then she's out on bail or whatever and then she decides, well, I'm gonna kill this other dude I'm fucking. I don't know. This is why you don't mess around with people that are a little off like don't that. Cause you never know. Crazy. Don't, don't fuck crazy. It's you not never know. worth it. It's not. It's not. It may seem like a good option at the time. Uh-uh. There are some very attractive, crazy people. However, don't fuck crazy. They're Just bed bugs. Once you get them in, you can't get them out. And it's not good. There's no. nothing attractive about bed bugs, though. Crazy no, people, I know. Crazy people make all kinds of promises and everything like that. You, know what? you see a couch on the side of the road, and you're like, <laughs> I, need a, I need a it's couch. A it's a little bit up, but you know what? That shit is good. Why would someone throw out a perfectly good couch? I don't understand. Why would you Oof. throw out that couch? And then you bring that couch into your house, and bam, bed bugs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not, you know, sex shaming anybody here, but you got to common sense it up sometimes, man. Like, if shit's too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. I... I will sex shame. I will shame you if I think that you're in. Da- if you're doing stupid shit that's endangering yourself. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. After she stabbed you in the leg, you yeah, stop no, that's, fucking that's her. Bad. Yeah. Right. No more. I, I, I think I have free reign to shame that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, but I, I, yeah, yeah. No, this is no. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Oh, wow. it was nuts. That, that, that story is... was... Oh. Wow. Your dad's yeah. friend's kid got out of there just in time. Yeah, no, and then he was like, yeah, and then, uh, you know, a few years before... My, my dad was telling me that. A few years before, it was another friend was, like, her stepson, like, went nuts and killed his his dad or, and then himself or something like that. Like, it was a whole thing. Like, I was like, how many murder stories do you have? <laughs> too many. Holy shit. If you got more than one. It's too many. If, yeah. if you have one, it's too many. Yes, yeah, so everybody's got one where they narrowly avoided murdering or getting murdered yeah. rather. Not murdering, no. Where they <laughs> avoided getting murdered. So Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I would say both. Yeah. Both is good. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. 
Oh man. So that was a little bit wall of weird, but you know. Yeah, that was absolutely wall of weird. Did I did I ever tell you about the time I got stalked? I feel like I told that story here before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you've told me. Yeah. I think you told it on here. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, we'll we'll save it for another time. <laughs> anyway. People, if, if Matt didn't tell that story, then let us know, and yeah. you can tell it next time. Yeah, I've 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 been stalked. And if you want to hear the story, I guess. Yeah. Second part, which let I'm us, sure they do. Let us know if you want to hear about that weird time that I got stalked. And it's not just, yeah, I think I was being followed. It was like, no, no. You, no, you, it was bad. You were encountered it was crazy. swim fan bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, you know, uh, recently here in Chicago, uh, we uh, were graced with the presence of an alligator. Uh, and in our very own Humboldt Park area, our Humboldt Park neighborhood, which is a nice, is a nice park area. I know a few people live over there. Some people I want to forget, but others are real cool. You Um, guys are real babies about this alligator, by the way. I'm just going (laughs) to throw that out there. (laughs) You're just being real shitty about it. I love it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, an alligator where there shouldn't be an alligator shows up. In a part of the country where an alligator wouldn't normally show up, people are going to freak out a little bit. All right? That's like if all of a sudden you're sitting there in your room and you look over in the corner and there's a fucking deep dish pizza. That doesn't make sense at all, does it? No. Because there's no deep dish pizza, Chicago-style pizza, in your part of the country, in that part of your house. So, yes, that would freak you out. But in both in both scenarios, it ain't going to hurt me. <laughs> Alligator will hurt you if you get too close to it. Alligators are fine. Just don't let your dogs near the water. See? That's fine. Well, that's just it. People in Chicago, they, they just let their fucking dogs off the leash and everything. That's, I, that's a whole different conversation. I, I, I got problems with some dog owners, but they just let their dogs all run all, you know. That's dog owners everywhere. Yeah, just everywhere. It's like, come on, man. Have a little sense. Have a little care for your pup. Anyway, alligator shows up. Starts off as an urban legend. People are like, I saw an alligator. People are like, you're lying. Other people are like, yeah. no, I saw it. Then they finally got photographic evidence. So, of course, excuse me, we in Chicago yeah. start having fun. <laughs> we start having a great time. People set up shop near Humboldt Park and um, start selling, like, T-shirts. I saw, oh, Jesus. I saw one that was pretty great. That was the Jurassic Park logo, but instead of the dinosaur skull, it had an alligator skull. It said Humboldt Park in the text. Oh, my God. Um, people were selling alligator sausages at stands nearby, which I thought was kind of crass, you know. Um, but the entire time, we were blessed with the presence of a legend, the one and only Chance the Snapper. Mm-hmm. We uh, <laughs> who named it Chance the Snapper? Do we know the it origin was, of that? It was a Twitter poll from like Block Party Chicago, whatever website it was that broke the story. They had a Twitter poll, and so Chance the Snapper was one of the options. Another one was Ruth Gator Ginsburg. Um, oh, <laughs> I want that one. Oh. <laughs> that might be the episode. Title there was said. there was Frank Lloyd Bite. That was another one. But yeah, these were all the options. They were, they were like maybe 12 or 15 of them. I don't remember. But Chance the Snapper was the clear winner from Jump. And Chance. I mean, it's great, but I love Ruth Gator Ginsburg a lot. (laughs) But Chance the Rapper, who was also a Chicago resident, uh, he loved it and he was retweeting stories about it and he was having a great time. Um, 
Also, he's going to be on Jimmy Fallon tonight talking about his new album. I guarantee you they're going to ask him about this alligator. So, oh anyway. yeah, it's a big story. Yeah. So back to it. Because like, you guys are babies. It, hey, look, like I said, alligator where there shouldn't be alligator. Anyway. Alligators are just angry because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. All you got to do is <laughs> give them a toothbrush. Word, I'm not going to test that theory. But anyway, we had a guy. We had a guy come out. He called himself Alligator Bob. Alligator Bob tried to find his alligator for five days. I'm just going to tell you that anyone that, puts, anyone that puts an animal title in front of their name <laughs> is a sketchy motherfucker. What about Crocodile Dundee? Yeah, I stand by <laughs> what I just fucking said. Did I stutter? No. Anyway. That's not a knife. This is a knife. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Alligator Bob failed us. And so we had to call in a specialist from, of all places, fucking Florida, to come and yeah. find this alligator. Well, I brought the goddamn alligator in. So <laughs> gotta have someone to extract it. You heard it here first, folks. We all wanted to know where the alligator came from. And you mm-hmm. bought it with you when you came out for Sketchfest. It's just a wee little lass. <laughs> Ruth Gator Ginsburg. Actually, Gator my Ginsburg. child. I can't, I can't give birth to a human child. I can only give birth to a little baby gator. So anyway, the city fell in love with the gator, and we eventually caught it. And by we, I mean motherfucker from Florida finally caught it. And when they brought it out of the water, he had this adorable collar for it. It had a little bow tie and everything, and he taped his mouth shut so he couldn't smile at everybody, of course. Gators are kind of cute. They are kind of cute. And this They're one was a little cute. one. This one was like maybe yes. three feet. Or whatever. So it was like yeah, an adolescent. That size, they are cute. Like yeah. they're they are little, you know, because they because look, they can hurt you. They can definitely take a finger. Like you, you need to take them seriously. Don't mess with them. Like right. well, I, I say that to people. If you're in an area that has them, but at the same time, like you can admire them from afar and be like, oh, that's a cute little gator. <laughs> so it was kind of cool because like this this was a story about Chicago that made national news that nobody got killed. There was no gang violence. There was no like Trump bashing anything like that. He was a cop, though, right? <laughs> no, he, was, he was a blood. My he favorite was... part about that is I'm like I have no fucking clue what gangs are. <laughs> this is my whiteness, so I'm like, are those there too? No. Well, don't wear red or blue, chance. But what I was attempting to say is the fact that this gator brought the city together. It was kind of cool, like you know, people. Sl- a wholesome because it ended well they it caught it a well. lot so yeah you know. so the guy that caught um chance his name is uh frank rob of florida and uh you know his pictures all over the tribune and all over the internet and you know I'm God assuming bless him. he's gonna bring it back and put it in a um well that's just it. He's, yeah we don't we don't know what's gonna happen they caught him alive and well and he is now um under the watchful eye of chicago animal care and control and uh, they're gonna figure out what to do with them next. They're not gonna put them down. They've already said. That. Oh God! I just had a, I just had a, a flashback of the Parks and Rec episode where they're like, "Kill all birds." Got right. it. Like, <laughs> animal control guys. So you want me to kill all these birds, right? Like, okay. So no, don't kill. Don't kill Chance the Chance the Snapper. Oh, right. Kill Chance the Snapper. Like. <laughs> I'm guessing they'll put him in a zoo nearby. Do you have a zoo in that area? Yeah, yeah, we've got a, we've got a couple zoos. We've got Lincoln Park Zoo. We've got Brookfield Zoo. Um, I'm not I'm not a, a huge zoo person. I'm more of a 
actual conservation land person because zoos are a whole separate thing. But yeah, that's probably the best bet if they're going to keep him in Chicago area. If not, there's plenty of places where they can send him. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to want to keep him in the area because so, he's going to be an attraction. Oh, that's cool. So they, they invited Rob to uh, throw out the first pitch at uh, the Cubs game tonight, too. Oh, cool. So, I mean, this is what I'm saying. It's like just such a great Chicago story. Like, this is what happened in the summer of 2019. You know? Yeah, it's a wholesome thing. That's always that's always a good thing. Like, yeah. you know, to not have a shitty story about your city is wonderful. Yeah. Especially I mean, when is, it's fucked up at no, <laughs> This is like something that would happen on Bob's Burgers or something like that, you know. Um, the other oh, part of it, too, it's like... like a plot to that show. That's great. <laughs> yeah, like... It's unfortunate the way that it started because it, 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 it has to be that somebody got the alligator as a, like an exotic pet, didn't know what to yep. do with it, and then just dumped it in the lagoon, you know. Um, but thankfully. Yeah, don't do that. That's how, that's how, um, we got all the pythons that we have here in Florida. Wow. It's from dumb people dumping them off. Now they have python hunts every year because they get so big and take over the ecosystem. They're such yeah. a problem that they basically have, they pay people her python that they kill and deliver to them kind of thing so of course there were pop-up bars and everything drink specials a little bit of everything people were just celebrating the alligator and yeah yeah yeah. what's funny is my wall of weird story for this week is gator related as well (laughs) but not chance is it time is it time for the wall of weird I mean, I feel like it was all, we were already in that because yeah. this I whole feel episode like is a wall of weird. Yeah, this, this whole episode's a wall of weird. Basically, yeah, everything we've been talking about is a wall of weird worthy. So, yeah. what do you got? Okay. This is from <laughs> Alabama, AL.com, written by Ivana. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, Ivana. I'm sorry. I'll post the link in our Facebook group, which you can get in if you join our Patreon. Uh, Okay, so Tennessee police arrested a man after he allegedly tried to uh, flush dozens of grams of drugs down the toilet. As one does. Okay. So apparently police jokingly said in Alabama that this could create Quote, meth gators. <laughs> uh, meth gators, okay. you say. So this is a Facebook page. This is a Facebook post from the police department. Folks, please don't flush, flush your drugs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is what they said. Okay. Uh, when you send something down the sewer pipe, it ends up in our retention ponds mm. for processing before it's sent down the stream. Now our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is cleaner than is in the creek, but they are not really prepared for meth. Who is? Like, who Ducks. is prepared? For- <laughs> Ducks, geese, and other fowl frequently uh, frequent our treatment ponds, and we shudder to think what what was all... <laughs> What one all hyped up on meth could do. Holy shit. Furthermore, it makes it far, uh, uh, if it made it far enough, we could create meth gators. Wow. (laughs) Meth gators in the Shoal Creek, uh, and the Tennessee River down in North Alabama. Meth gators more than meets the eye. (laughs) (laughs) They've had enough methed up animals. The past few weeks without our help, which what the fuck is that story? Right. I, I need more context on that. I know. Officer, what what <laughs> uh, do you know? 
So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just give us a call and we'll make sure they're properly disposed of. Oh my God, meth Which I, I I wouldn't trust the cops on that, but don't flush your drugs. Right, right. Take your take your drugs. <laughs> just do the drugs. Your prescription drugs is what I meant. <laughs> yeah. However, messed up gators like you lose teeth. That's a movie. That's a sci-fi movie. It's already in production. I'm it's sure. A, it's a B movie. It's it's a B movie. Oh, yeah, at it's best. gonna be terrible. Yeah, maybe a silent. No, sci-fi is gonna come out with that next year, yeah. right? And like, it's gonna oh, be called Chance the Snapper. They, no, you know what? We had that crawler movie come out that kind of did nothing, which is funny because it's like you so, know yeah. everybody's got gator fever right now, and crawler came out, and no one really said anything about it. <laughs> I didn't know it was out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think okay. I don't know. I mean, come on. What I no one like. cares about crawler. Right. No. It looks like a trash movie anyway. I, I think it's the I think it's the title too. It doesn't help. No, it doesn't really tell you what it's about. It needs to be called Gator. Do you realize that we have three movies simultaneously in theaters right now about toys coming to life? It's just the endings are different. Child's play, Toy Story Four. What's the other one? Annabelle. Oh yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of them are murderous. One of them was pretty wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest thing about the Child's Play advertising was that it was like taking the piss out of Toy Story because you'd kind of see a doll that looked a little bit like Buzz Lightyear lying mm-hmm. on the floor, like busted up or something like that. I loved those. And I've also heard really good things about that movie. Uh, like that it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mark Hamill did the voice and you know, he's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to rent it when it comes out. I think me too. Aubrey Plaza's in it. It's got, um, the guy whose name I always forget from Atlanta and I don't want to mess it up. Hotland. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't hot. remember his name either, so I can't no. help you there. It's hot Chicago right now. Tell you what. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> so that's our wall of weird. Yeah, um, that was a gator-filled wall of weird. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of end credit stuff to talk about uh, for this episode. I got a lot of stuff to shill uh, because, you know, it's been a while, and I haven't really busied myself with much, and it's about to be busy season again. So talking about the uncanny kickstarter just launched uncanny magazine is a magazine that d and i both do um submission editing for so when folks mail in their submissions for this uh sci-fi magazine that strives to give uh people of color and, and marginalized folks uh more of a uh you know their their deserved presence in the sci-fi world um we're the ones that get to read the stories uh, among others so, you know, definitely keep an eye out for that and support it. By all means, please support it. It's a great magazine. Mm-hmm. This is year six. Um, right. <laughs> now, I'm going to put this episode out probably Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, you'll have uh, uh, a short period of time to enter. But CNSC, Chicago Nerd Social Club, we're doing um, where we've been invited to see Pennyworth, the upcoming uh, prequel to Gotham. It's, it's not oh, really, I'm it's so sorry. Novel. Yeah, no, it's... Thoughts it's, and prayers. It's, I'm sorry. I, should say, I shouldn't say that. It is the epics show, the upcoming epics show that focuses on the early days of Alfred Pennyworth, the Wayne's trusted butler that has absolutely nothing to do with Gotham, so don't even think about that. Yeah, uh, you know what Pennyworth does in this one? He fucks. He That's why you want to watch it. <laughs> he might. I don't know. You never know. You never know. 
So that's going on. Um, I think that's all the shilling I have that's outside of this show. So yeah, yeah. San Diego Comic Con is this weekend, later this week, this weekend into yeah. next week. So yeah. we're going to cover that next week. Um, but that will be Patreon only, guys. San Diego yes, Comic Con. It will be an exclusive episode for our Patreon. So go on Patreon.com/slash Lex and Matt for that. Yep. I also um, want to give a little bit of love to uh, WakandaCon. So if you're a huge fan of Black Panther and Black Excellence and just want to see a really cool convention with a lot of black folks having a good nerdy time, WakandaCon is happening here in Chicago. And it's going on July 26th to 28th at the Hyatt Regency by McCormick Place, which is pretty much the hotel attached to uh, where C2E2 goes down. So yeah. check it out. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our Patreon. I'm thinking of doing something new and cool for our Patreon. I was okay. discussing it with Matt earlier, and uh, it, I'm I'm planning on doing it. I think I'm going to announce it on the show right now, just so that I can be held accountable. <laughs> That's what I'm talking um, about. Yes. Which is doing mini reviews. Mini reviews. I haven't decided if they're written or podcast. Probably just going to be a little podcast. Just me. Reviewing Veronica Mars, the new yeah. season of that, which is coming to Hulu July 26th. That sounds great. For those that are just joining us recently, uh, Lex used to do the um, uh, the TV reviews for MightyInc.net, where she would review Flash and Arrow and, and different shows mm-hmm. of that nature, Halt and Catch Fire. And they were very good reviews. They were written reviews. So if you want to delve into that world, you can go check that out. That's still up. But I'm excited yeah. to hear what you say about Veronica Mars. Yeah, I just think it'd be fun and it'd give our Patreon listeners a little something extra. I don't know if I'm going to actually write them out, though. I think I might just do a little one, one-shot one podcast version of it. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But it'll be it'll all be exclusive to Patreon. I know that. I know it'll be exclusive for there. So yeah. go sign up. Uh, so last we but not do... least, I guess we should talk about our Batman giveaway. Uh yeah, we skipped yeah. the graphic novel challenge again though, bud. Oh no, we're gonna do that. Let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. You were just going straight in a shilling. I'm like, dude. I know. I'm like, let's get all this done. Um. Okay. Graphic novel challenge. I'm gonna go so, ahead and knock yeah. them on out. So yeah. Uh, this week I chose a book, and I, I didn't put this on the uh, on the Instagram, which I should do. I'll go back and do that. But I chose a book from um, IDW that they sent me to take a look at uh, called the, um, I'm sorry, Sons of Chaos. And it's this hardcover book. Um, it's done in that widescreen style that Wildstorm used to do where it's it's longer. It's, it's more like horizontal than vertical. It's a huge, mm-hmm. it's a huge tome. I mean, it's a hardcover, like I said. Um, and it, it goes back to the Greek War for Independence. And it happens in the 1800s. It's, it's basically just like a historical, uh, historically based comic. That um, sounds interesting. It does sound interesting. But if you are, uh, someone that doesn't like to see, uh, gritty depictions of war and, um, you know, things that weren't as, uh, socially acceptable nowadays that are, that were socially acceptable back then, like, uh, you know, taking advantage of women, that sort of thing. This probably is not the book for you. Um, it's written and produced by Chris James. The art is by Ale Aragon. It's gritty. It's dark. And it's, uh, it's beautiful in a way too. Um, 
Okay, it's, so you're reading that this week. I read it. I read it already. It was hard to get through. Wait. So what? It, wait. So that was last week's then? Yeah. So this is me reviewing my my pick from last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. Because we didn't announce gotcha. our picks last week on the show. We did them over Instagram, or at least you did. And I'm going to post a picture of this. So okay. that was what I got done reading. So uh, just full disclosure. Thanks for IDW. Uh, thanks to IDW for sending me this copy to check out. Um, like I said, if you're into like gritty stories, gritty period pieces, then this would be something to check out. If you're looking for something more light, a uh, superhero fair, this is not for you. Yeah, <laughs> light, I, I covered light last week, which was I read Giant Days Volume Two. Yeah, this is really good. It's really fun and funny, and I like it a lot. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to keep reading it. I don't think it's going to be my my choice from this point forward, though, because I'm just going to read it at my leisurely pace. I think we're at a point in the graphic novel challenge where I feel comfortable going back and revisiting um, series that I, I moved on from, yeah. just for the <laughs> sake of variety. Um, yeah. But for next week, I'm gonna. Go ahead and read a graphic novel that I've heard a lot about. Um, it's called Black Hammer. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the first six issues in this trade, I believe, is volume one. Written by Jeff Lemire with art by Dean Ormston and Dave Stewart. Um, it's it's kind of superhero fair and it's kind of like uh, it's kind of dark, too. But um, I love Jeff Lemire. He's great. Yeah, he really is. So um I'm I'm looking forward to reading this. I'm kind of go, going in blind, so I don't even know what the basic premise is. But uh, folks have been telling me, yeah, you got to read this. You know, for knowing what type of books I like, they're like, you got to check this out. So, well, that's I'll good. let you guys know what I think next week. Yeah, I'm going to be reading Giant, uh, not Giant Days Volume Three. I'm sorry, I was <laughs> okay. Let me explain. I am also reading Giant Days Volume Three, but that's not my pick this week. Okay. I was looking at my my uh, my apps. Uh, I'm going to be reading Mouse Guard Volume 1, yeah. which is Fall 1152. I wanted to get that part right, because okay. I just wrote Mouse Guard in our notes. And this is David Peterson. And I, so I know about Mouse Guard. I've read a little bit of Mouse Guard in the past, but they just had the movie got unfortunately canceled with yeah. the Disney merger with Fox. And so I saw a lot of footage from it. I was like, oh, shit, Mouse Guard is cool. So I'm going to read Mouse Guard this week. So that's what I'm doing. Cool. Yeah, that's really neat. And, I mean, to your to your other point of just, like, reading what you want to read for fun as well, mm-hmm. uh, I'm all about that, definitely, because I'm also reading um, the Ghostbusters IDW series Right. <laughs> after we talked so, about it because I'm like, I want to catch up on this, and it's really yeah, good. Yeah, because I want to keep reading Giant Days, but I know there's there's a – bunch of volumes of it so i don't want to do that every week for the show for the challenge i want yeah. to change it up yeah so i'm i'm still reading giant days but i'm not gonna make it necessarily my pick um maybe i'll pick more contained stories i don't know i haven't decided yet but uh i am enjoying that i i highly recommend that the I'm first this volume experiment. was not as good as the second volume to me because the second volume was more continuous stories which oh. i like a bit more okay okay well, that's cool. That's that's always good to know. Like you know, the the sophomore effort is better than the the freshman. That's that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. The artwork happens. is gorgeous. Like, okay. and and I think they change artists too because I I've noticed it change, but it it keeps it it still stays in a very similar style where it's not too jarring, which mm. I very much enjoy. Very cool. Yeah. Right. Okay, so now you can do the Batman giveaway show. Okay, the Batman giveaway. So, folks, we have the complete Batman the Animated Series 
restoration, high definition, Blu-ray quality, all that good stuff, bells and whistles. We've got that digital download code for you guys. So one, we've got <laughs> one. So one of <laughs> one of you lucky listeners will win this. Um, you can you know use this code uh, through. We'll, we'll give you the instructions on how to um, access it and everything like that. But yeah, it's the entire series, and I don't have to tell you guys. Batman the Animated Series is a timeless classic, and with this restoration, they've done such great work on this. Um, I have the physical set, and it is just phenomenal. So you're gonna love it. Yeah. To enter this contest, what should we have them do? What should well, we I'm have gonna, them do? I was gonna say, don't say anything, because I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have it all posted on our social media. Okay. So it's gonna be like an Instagram giveaway. You've seen those before, where it's like like, and share, and you know all of yeah. that stuff. Make sure you're tag. following us. Tag someone. It sounds confusing right now, but I'm going to post all of it uh, either tomorrow or Thursday, depending on when we get the episode out. Uh, and then I think we're going to end it, and I will clarify in the post, I think we're going to end it Monday. But, cool. Uh, so basically you'll have, from when this episode comes out, the whole weekend. We'll make sure that it's posted a couple of times and give you enough time. Maybe we'll go to Tuesday just to make sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so we're giving away the digital copy and that's cause, you know, San Diego Comic Con. It's all right. <laughs> And honestly, it's just too good to share. It's too good not to share rather. You guys gotta, right. gotta check it out. So, you know, someone's going to enjoy this. I guarantee. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's really cool. Um, go on our social media to find out how to enter in that. That's right. Uh, keep an eye on Instagram, Lex and Matt, Twitter, Lex and Matt, website, Lex and Matt pod. pod. If you go to LexandMattPod.com, in the menu, there's links to all of our social media, uh, and there are links to our Patreon, which is the best way that you can support us. Um, But you can also help us. If you don't have money for Patreon, you can do rate, review, subscribe, share us with your friends. Like, there's so many things that you can do that help us grow. And so, you know. Do what you can, guys. We love you, adventurers. And Please just come. like Harry Styles, we sincerely appreciate everything that you guys do. You, we do. We've, we've seen the numbers. You guys are telling your friends. You guys are telling your family. You're telling your youth ministers. And we appreciate that. Um, we appreciate you listening. And we appreciate your friendship. So thank yeah. you. You're, you're assembling adventurers. And yes. I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we definitely appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for that giveaway. Uh, hopefully we didn't get too heavy in this episode. We went back and forth a lot. I would say this one was a whiplash of an episode. Yeah, yeah. Starring yeah. J.K. Simmons as some weird teacher. Not my tempo. <laughs> Not my tempo. Not my tempo. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening. And as always, be Stay excellent. excellent. Wait, to what? Be. I don't know. I'm done. You go. You go. I did it last time. All right. Be excellent to each other. Bye. The end. My favorite part about that was I was about to say, stay sexy and don't get murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to catch that. Don't tell me what to do.